Welcome to episode number 285, Transportation Talk. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Goose, and Gabe. Transportation talk in this episode. The crew covers topics that range from cars, trucks, motorcycles, gas prices, auto shows, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Stephen Furtick and Dale Arnhart. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, gentlemen. Yo, yo, transportation talk. All right, so so this is yeah. Exhaust got to get replaced already. <laughs> got a leak in it. Um, so this topic came up uh, recently, actually about a week ago. We went to the uh, Philadelphia Auto Show, and uh, it triggered this topic. And um, what I found fascinating about going to the Philly Auto Show is, and you don't even have to go to the Philly Auto Show. You just go anywhere. And, and this has nothing to do with um, cars or transportation. This is with everything. People, you, you put in 10 people into a room and they're going to yeah. like 10 different things. It's amazing. Sure. That's yep. what's fascinating yeah. to me. And that's what makes it so um, interesting and intriguing when you're at these things because people have these vehicles or, or do uh, modifications. It's not stuff, something that I, some on you know specific models, not something I would do, but yeah. I, you can appreciate it for them. You know what right. I'm saying? Because you you know how much work they put into these right, things. Right, their efforts. Um, and like I said, you, you might not be crazy about everything, but there's definitely a point where you're just like, I respect, uh, yeah. you know, because because everyone's taste is so different, sure. right? And so uh, you pull up to these places, and it's it's in, it's insane. Actually, it's indoor, and they have you know every. Um, uh, car company basically has their own section and then they pr- kind of present to you that year's uh, hottest car or whatever uh, vehicle like the upcoming they, models and all that right? exactly yeah. and sometimes they'll have a prototype it just depends on wh- how lucky you are i know in the past years they didn't really they're just kind of doing the bare minimum which is kind of what we got again this year uh but previously they had the crazy prototype cars yeah. there um and more uh, companies were there. So this year, like I said, we got the bare minimum. Um, if you don't know by now, you guys, I'm sure you all know by uh, by now, but um, I'm a Jeep owner, so I told my wife, I was like, the main thing I want to go there for is for the Jeep. See the new Jeeps. Yeah, see the Jeeps. And, and not even, because, you know, you you know what you're going to see. It's right. just more of just like being around it. Being around it, it and yeah. seeing extra modifications <laughs> give exactly. you kind of an idea of what you may want or might not want to do. Yeah. Sure. And then the, uh, like, obviously a Corvette. Yeah. And then everything else was just like whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. I just I just wanted to hit those two things, yeah. um, and whatever else they wanted to do, or whatever we could do whatever I want at last. Um, but anyway, it, it was amazing because 
people were literally physically running to specific cars really? that I wouldn't even walk slow backwards to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what's amazing about this. I'm winning like, the golden ticket have, for that Willy Wonka. You're running that fast. Yeah, it's like car. we have so much different. Like there's so much different. Yeah. Taste, taste in the sure. world that it's actually makes it fun though yeah uh and and i'm like smiling for them like as they're running up to the car because i know what that feeling's like yeah i ran up i saw that it was an orange corvette and i we were like walking up well i wasn't running i was speed, speed walking, walking. Yeah. up to it trying to be all professional it's all like gated off or whatever um but man you see you see these things in in and i've seen a couple in quote real life Someone passed by me on a highway. Yeah, yeah. But man, I'll tell you what, there's nothing like standing actually in front of one um, and just having the ability to to just scope it out. Because hmm. you can get inside everything too, right? So not the Corvette. So, okay. and, and I think there's a several cars uh, depending on like, you know, their, I guess, Yeah, I think the, hi, the high end yeah. cars, they don't like, they don't you can't you jump in there. They're yeah. like roped off, but you get close enough. Yeah. And like I said, we've been to like uh, Cars and Coffee. We've been to you know several other events where I've seen the Corvette. So it's 2020 and above is what I yeah. like, um, and and newer. So uh, I love and have appreciation for all Corvettes, but mm. the one that like truly speaks to me is th this version, um, and it truly to me looks like an actual supercar. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, like I said, it was so funny. Like there was van, like literally, I'm not kidding you, vans, and there's just women running or guys, whatever, running to it. And, like was so pumped, and I was like, "You gotta be happy for them. It was dope. Like yeah. they got to see their car. Like I got to, yeah. and they're looking at me like, knucklehead, you wasting money. You know, that's that's car's corny, you know. But looking at it, that was what was dope about it. Yeah, no, it's and you could tell the people were, were looking for their next car for like a purpose maybe they're they're famous growing they got more kids so they need sure. like a tahoe the third row or like you said a van yeah. as opposed to what they had before like a little honda crv or something so you could see that people are like observing their like their next move on a purchase of yeah. a car and that's like really what the, the purpose of yeah. like those auto really, shows yeah. for yeah, the, what the newer cars are um that's what they're really for like because you got a preview of what's actually yeah there's there's cars that, that i i like I like and I appreciate on the road. I would never like myself look at them, sure. but like I was able to go jump in them and see the insides of yeah. it and like and actually uh, appreciate it. and appreciate yeah. them even more now. Like yeah, I'm like yo, that is like a nice car or this, like, the Bronco Sport. I mm. like the look of it. Right when I went inside of it, I was like, wow, that's not what I thought. Yes, yeah, yeah I was I was kind of, that was like one of the few cars that I was like disappointed on. Yeah, but it, then if I've <clears throat> never gone to the show, you know, sure. get a chance to jump in and feel in like, yeah, it was. That's what it is, though. That's what that, those car shows mm. are for. Touch, feel, smell. Yeah. The, like, when you see commercials, if you've really noticed, you don't really get to see the car. They show, like, glimpse and, like, they sure. flash right, it, something right. else, some other scenery. To, you, you know, that's not, that's just to get you, and, that's just to draw you into, yeah. you know, the dealership. Right, leave the suspense there. And it, you don't you know, know what the it really cool part like. about it was you didn't have the. I don't know, like the salesperson yeah. that was, Nagging there was people you. giving yeah. you information, but they're not trying to sell you anything because yeah. there's nothing to yeah. sell there. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of hang loose. It, it was like, it, I like that. Better. You can get like the pamphlets and stuff like that too that kind of give yeah. you like overall. Yeah. And, and you, then you it, went to them for additional. Right. You and you take a look for yourself and, and it's not like, they're like, oh, here, come here, check this out. Oh, check this out. Like dragging you along here. You're looking at it and visualizing everything yourself and, and taking a whole glimpse in by yourself, which is, mm -hmm. to me, I think it, it, it's better than actually dealing with the salesman. Sure. Because salesmen, they just yeah. can be obnoxious sometimes with the, well, of course. trying to they push the sale. They want to win you over. Yeah, they want to win the sale, and it's like, 
But you no, know, like what Jim was saying, like sometimes we see these, <clears throat> these commercials on TV, right? And it's like like a car. Well, the car is small, so they got this guy and his lit girl they were like five foot and they look they fit comfortable in it whatever sure. <laughs> and i'm just shot six foot i jumped in this thing and i'm like holy smokes i don't like long legs i don't fit and it's sure. and it's a car that i liked yeah, yeah but because it doesn't fit my like it and it's Your so yeah yeah and it, it's it kind of so took awesome. that visual yeah, away so, like you see stuff on tv and it's like glorified and they yeah. have models that they actually fit like humans human models that fit these cars perfect to the team make well, it look yeah. Amazing. <laughs> they make it perfect for yes, uh, yeah. yeah. Seems to sell. Yes, and then that, exactly. that that actual commercial looks perfect. And then you go there, and you're like, my Ophi behind does not fit in this <laughs> thing. What in the world is going there on? There is there is the trade off though, because what they bring there is the best versions of sure. what they have. Top. And yeah. so I remember, I remember um, years ago, uh, going checking out the Jeep stuff or whatever, and looking and look at it was you're there and you're sitting like man look at these nice leather seats yeah. everything all these you know uh, gadgets and all this other jazz and you go to the car dealership and i went to actually go buy one and you're just like <laughs> oh my gosh like no wonder the one they're showing me was like 70 grand yeah, you know exactly. and the one that you know um and then you know you you end up pulling out with like a little twee version of the thing i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna buy a t-shirt today yeah. um, <laughs> um i'll come yeah, back think about it prices are outrageous so so one of the cars that to me surprisingly stole the show and this is going to sound crazy but was like the jeep wagoneer hmm. this is a it, it has third row um but it is like it's an suv it's luxury but then it has like this off-road ish look feel to yeah. it dude this thing's well over a hundred grand wow. and it's a family it's like a family car vehicle huh. and uh, i don't know somebody might be listening to this and saying that's not bad but for me i, I it just i was like beside myself i'm like sure. holy smokes um meanwhile because the corvette what i want is in that range yeah so to think <laughs> that i can get an suv or a corvette, corvette you're like yeah, obviously yeah. if you have a family and and you know you have to make your you know priorities but like if what if they're both a luxury choice yeah. i mean that's yeah. So 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 the Wagoneer to go on off the Wagoneer. The Wagoneer is back in the seventies is uh, today's Grand Cherokees because they didn't have Grand Cherokees. Remember, Grand Cherokees came out in the nineties. Mm. So the Wagoneers was the family version of the SUVs to take the families out, and they weren't four door. They were still two door. And then That's they came crazy. out with the four door, but it was a big family luxury vehicle that they went out on. Bro, this was Dude, like these a twenty door. These things are huge. This They're massive. Huge. Yeah, it's it's, like it's, it's what eight <laughs> people in there, right? I think <laughs> eight grown people. Like, oh wow, spacious. Yeah, like, I think I think it's three and it has second row. Space. <laughs> this thing yeah, is huge. third row is three you people. You have the third row with trunks. <laughs> like, like I'm not exaggerating. The only thing I can think of is is the Escalade, the XL, and like the the, the the ESV is the longest one. ESV is a long Escalade. So whatever that is, whatever version it is, this thing still I feel like it's bigger than it. And not only that, <laughs> the the look of it. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah, go you go the, to the other ones, and we're looking to the its equivalent in size. The back windows are goofy because it's just so big. Right. But on this, they made it look right. Like it's it's, 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 it's proportioned. Yeah. 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 It's Super big, right. but it's proportioned. Um, you like me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But anyway, so so, uh, what's your favorite part about car shows in general? It doesn't have to be necessarily the Philadelphia Auto Show, but cars in general. I car mean, shows. Just being around the cars, and 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 if you're not into cars, you're not going to enjoy the show. 
regardless if you're going to a car show where there's actual races or you're going to the Philadelphia Auto Show or whatever it is. Yeah. If you're not a car enthusiast, and you don't have to be a crazy enthusiast, you could like cars and go to it. But if you don't have that thing for it, you're not going to have fun. I mean, to me, I can just go and look at cars all day long up and down. Like just people, like, like you said earlier in the show, the customization goes so far and beyond. And it's like, wow, this person did that. And, oh, I don't really like what this person did. It just... Just the scenery, the ambiance being out there, and just, and it's a hot summer day, and you're just hanging out like with friends and family mm. and stuff. To me, that's what I just look forward to when I go to car shows. Well, for us, we grew up on that. Like yeah. our, our, our dad, uncles, they restored and rebuilt cars. So like we watch them in in the garage, like wrenching away. So yeah. when you go to a car show, you see another car that's similar to this, you appreciate that person that restored it or whatever. Yeah. So it's like. It's an appreciation. Not, I mean, obviously they're beautiful cars and whatever. But for us, it's like we, we know grew, what they we did. grew up behind the scenes of it too. Yeah. So like that's why like when I go to a car show, like it's like I'm looking at every every like detail and like modification. And we're and then we're talking about like I'm talking about like muscle cars. That's yeah. what we grew up on, like like the '60s, '70s, like muscle cars. And like to see like like the modifications where my dad had a '69 Chevelle, right? And it came with a bench seat in the front. And then he converted bucket seats with the the shifter on the on the ground. Like most people don't know that, but like that's that's that that was like a limited edition. And then when I go to a car show and I see, see that that, yeah. that already done that someone did it, it's appreciated. So I walk up to that person <laughs> and start holding up a whole conversation like yo, yeah. and it's so it's it's obviously our appreciation is because we grew up on like in car show or going to car shows, seeing, like I said, in the garages, seeing the behind the scenes stuff. So it's like, and then as you get older, then you start getting to like today's age of stuff and like that whole era of like the import, that whole scene came, came and that's when we jumped in. That was like my era of, of cars. So it's just, it's just like, I go to a car show, I appreciate what people do to a car. Right? Yeah. Obviously there's some people that go obnoxious and go beyond they bedazzle some stuff which sure. is annoying but dude <laughs> there is like I, I I appreciate every little detail even though it's not my taste I still appreciate what yeah, people yeah. do to cars yeah so it's both to me it's um <clears throat> appreciation so you have the you appreciate what people mm. do and also motivation and you get inspired about you know maybe there's a particular vehicle that you always wanted um or you have that vehicle already and they have they've modified it or outfitted it to a particular manner the mm. way that you want um you know and i that happened again to me uh this past weekend with it was like a jeep and they outfitted a uh, a wrangler um for oh it was like a like an overland version um uh, uh modification and you're just looking at it and your kid looks at it, he's like, oh, that's cool. There's a tent on the top of the thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't even scratched the surface of things that I'm doing. And I know, like, well, first of all, you know back in the back of your mind, like, around about how much that cost this guy. Yeah. And it wasn't just that. It was he had a million other things going on. Um, and he's like, uh, yeah, there's like a hundred grand on this, uh, this Jeep right now. And as an adult, obviously, you'd appreciate that. But again, that's where the mood of it, you get inspired by these things. I don't know if I necessarily want to do all that, yeah, but right. you're in, I'm inspired to do more. And, and yeah. to, that's what makes it exciting. It makes it fun. Um, yeah, you make it yours. You, 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 you dress it up how you want it, and you go based off of like what other people do. And you're like, all right, well, I like what he did, and I like what he did. So let's see how I can together. make this get together. So today I saw a Jeep exactly like yours had the roof rack on it 
Yeah. But then on the passenger side of the rear tire, there's a ladder going up on the fender to the top of the roof. And I was yeah. like, yo, and that is and it was identical to your car. It just wasn't the Willys version. Yeah. It was just the right, but it was yeah, your yeah. color. Same thing, hard top, but he had the big massive roof rack on there with the, the stairs going up. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely for Jim right there. He's definitely got to get that set up because yeah. it looked dope. Yeah, and it's funny. Um, we, we pass by, now we pass by, um, you know, like you get your spouse like in these conversations. Well, I do anyway. And I'm like, yeah, what do you think about this? She's like, and then she's texting me. She's like, hey, I just saw one that has X, Y, and Z. It kind of looks cool. I like that. Um, uh but anyway, so the, the transition is, um, as Goose mentioned earlier, we have grew up in, you know, the car shows and, and just, I remember just walking around basically with my dad. And like I said, it was more of the muscle uh, muscle car era, mm. and which I still obviously have an appreciation for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in fact, my dr- one of my dream cars still is to get what my dad had, a 69 Chevelle. And, um, but anyway, so that kind of just exposed us to actually just appreciating art right and it was just our version of Mm -hmm. you know art um you know some people might like specifically a painting on the wall um we had an appreciation for for the that beautiful chrome bumper you know what i mean it was just like it's amazing so so it also takes us back to when we used to go to car shows goose and i we were we were younger we was like 15 16 years old we didn't have a car but we ended up doing our own lowrider bikes Mm -hmm. where we lowered them we painted them we customized them how we wanted them goose went to there were schwins they're like official schwins mine was a 68 schwinn I was a 69 Stingray. 69 Stingray. 67. Yeah, yours is the orange crate, right? Yeah, mine was a Typhoon, a 24-inch Typhoon. So mine was, like, definitely different from that. It was a bigger size frame, but... uh, It made it chopper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we, 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 we had our own vision... Of what we wanted to do with our bikes, so it started even from there. Like we couldn't have cars because we were young, we were young of age. No. So we went with bikes and customized bikes and did the wheels and did the goose went all out and got all his stuff fabricated. Like his whole, the the uh, the, he got his whole uh, what is it, bondoed in with the fence. Like yeah, in no, there. it was yeah, it was it was welded. I had like pieces welded on just to like close up some certain corners to give it like a. I don't know, just complete modification. I made it the way it had a gas tank and it didn't have one. Oh, like it was just yeah, yeah it was like. Super dope, but yeah, we, we made them into choppers. We rode them around, but they really weren't meant. They were really meant for a show yeah. purposes. Yeah. Yeah, but we sad. still just like, as kids, we're like spending every little penny on trying to fit, get these bikes. We're like, we yeah. gotta ride them. We yeah. gotta show them off. <laughs> sure. They're uh, not just sitting around. The, my bike was so low and so stretched out that I would pedal, and if I turned, the, scrape, my scrapes, my scrape pedals, pedals, my pedals are scraped. And to me, I thought that was cool that my pedals are scraping. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everyone else's, their, their, uh, you know, their, their pedals are up higher. Mine yeah, are like that low too. <laughs> and that, and actually, that's how I, I used that. That's what that was my kickstand was a pedal. Yeah, oh, because wow. it was so low to the ground yeah. that I couldn't do nothing else but use the pedal. <laughs> yeah, and actually, we started decorating blocks. Yes, like yes. two by four yes. blocks. Started decorating them because that was you only had that much clearance, about a two inches, two inch and a half, clearance, yeah. not much. Um, enough, literally, for the the your uh, the sprocket to go in, in a full <laughs> but, cycle. But with my bike, it was like what was sentimental for me is that my grandmother gave it to me. Mm. She had it in her shed, just sitting in the shed for like years. I'm like, yo, can I? Could I have this? Just, you want it? What do you What do you want this for? I was like, I actually at that time I didn't have no no plans of like modifying it like mm. the way I did. I just wanted it and like because it was old, original, nineteen sixty nine. Like it was unique. And then 
she just gave it to me and then little by little i just started doing research like this is before like internet stuff too sure. like, yeah so i yeah. just started doing right. my own research Going off yo, magazines yeah we oh used to God. search yeah we used to buy magazines and there's and they'll be like on the 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 low rider magazine we're gonna borders and 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 uh What's a uh, Barnes and Noble? Yeah, yeah. Borders. That's how back way so back. We actually, no, we ordered borders. We is ordered, not ordered out of these catalogs. That's where. Yeah. So it's, it's, we're going bike shop to bike shop in the tri-state area, all hmm. the way up and down. We we hit every bike shop known to man in this tri- in these three states, man. I mean, yeah. legitimately ran through them because it was it wasn't a very common thing. At one point, it became a fad. But what, even then, even when it was a quote fad. So, we were looking for specific parts. That was the difference. There was people who you can get low the brand lowrider. Yeah. We were looking to replace like the replica. So you're restoring the original. So okay. you had to throw yeah. in some quote lowrider aftermarket things to get a particular look. But the goal was to keep it as original, original. as possible. Yeah. So yeah. you're still looking for original Schwinn parts, yep. which is not technically easy. You can find them. Mm. But they're going to be all beat up because they're so old, right? Yeah, they're yeah. 50, 60, 70 years old. So in that style of, like, lowrider bikes, that's a West Coast thing. Mm. We're on the East Coast, so we're, right. like, going against the grain with, like... So we really, like, if you if we probably were living in California, you'd probably find them anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. out here where we were, and for that time period, we couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're in the late 90s. Yeah. Um, all right, so as a kid, was there a car that you always admired? <laughs> I always liked the, the, the Datsun 280s. Yeah, there's just something about wagons that I've always had this fascination with. Don't know why. I just think a wagon is something different than nobody, not nobody, but it's it's a rare vehicle that people drive around in and make it their own. Yeah. Goose, what about you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I just feel like every stage in my life, there was always like, oh, I want this, I want this. Or your mind changes so much. But it was always, for me, obviously, like, typical generic, like, Lamborghini Ferrari. Like, kids, as a mm. kid, you get this, you, I got that, had the big, huge, like, oh four-foot poster, poster in my, yeah. it was a red Sorry. Ferrari, it was like a, <laughs> I think it was like the F480 or something like that, or F450, yeah. old school, classic, like, if I look at it now, I'm like, dang, that thing was ugly, but like, yeah. but <laughs> it was, it was still, weird boxy. yeah, yeah it was, but it was, it was still like, if, if, Ever become a billionaire? Those are those are cars in the collection. You know what I mean? When you're sure. a kid, you're like, dude, that's what I want in my collection. Even if you don't drive, but it's yeah. it was always for me. I, so I should say, sports cars. I was always into like like the Corvettes, a sport car, like kind of like even now I drive like a two like a coupe, like a two door sports car. It's not practical, but it's just I just like that. Yeah, that's, that's just style. me. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's always like a two door sports car was always my thing. I think for me, it was the it was the '69 Chevelle. I mean. It, talk about when you admire something you saw i saw the behind the scenes of what my dad you know um you know stacked up money to get and would always just talk about it and he'd buy like every little toy model that ever existed mm. that every matchbox and yeah, yeah. whatever came out with um and so you just grew well i did anyway grew to that to have that appreciation and one classic story i'll never forget I was five years old. I was in kindergarten, and um, 
my mom had to take her car or my mom's car was in the shop i don't know what was getting inspected i have no idea well she had still had to go to work and still had to pick me up mm. forget for whatever reason my dad dropped me off in the morning um and then my mom's like oh, i'm gonna pick you up and in kindergarten we had half days yeah so it's like noon 12 30 and uh i walk out of class i mean i walk out of the building and i remember seeing the green 69 chevelle parked right outside <laughs> my mom's driving it and all you hear is like blah, 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 blah. it's just sitting i felt like the coolest kid that's awesome ever and i remember yeah. running back with my big old book bag and just ran to it and just i remember her having to get out because the doors are so big and heavy i yeah. couldn't fully close it <laughs> yeah. so she came out and like slammed it yeah. and then came, went back in and we just like took off oh my gosh <laughs> it was so awesome that's awesome um, but anyway, so yeah, just admiring, you know, because I think it just got it from my dad, like because he admired it. Like, yeah. if the car existed, I don't know if I've ever picked it out. It was mm. just because it was pointed out so yeah. much, right? And like you grew to appreciate it because it was highlighted on so many different levels. And he's had multiple. And he had a bunch of them, right? Three or four of them in his time. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so so all right, so then we're gonna go around the horn. Um. Or what was your uh, first car. My first car was a again. Here we go with the hatchback. 1988 Volkswagen Golf four door, five speed, four speed. I'm sorry, 1.8. Uh, it was maroon, faded yeah. paint that I put baby oil on it to make it look shiny <laughs> because it was faded. The bumpers were black or they were they were gray, like were ashy. Gray. Like ashy knees. Like Mikey's knees. Ashy. Yeah, ashy knees. Yeah. And I put baby oil once again on them to give them that life. But yeah, I drove that for uh, six to seven months, six to eight months. I drove that car around. Yeah. Uh, it was for high school. You know, I was just going around. But it was a car. It was It was only, let me see, I got it in 97. I got it in 98. I'm sorry. I got it in 98. Yeah, it was 10 years old when I got it. So you think about that now. Like, think about you buy a 10-year-old car. Still sure. looks decent. Yeah. When I bought that car, that car looked dated. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. There is something about older cars, man. They yeah, did from, not age well. 98 to 88, yeah. that was a big difference. And, yes. and still, like, Style having, but even time. having a Volkswagen, like, at that time was still, like, a thing. Like, you got a Jetta. Uh, yo, you're that dude. You had a Jetta. Like, but I had the Golf version of that. Yeah. I had the, the hatchback version of a Jetta. That's what the Golf is. But yep, that was my first car. Goose. No, so going back, my my first car that I purchased, I was 15 years old, and I bought a uh, 81, Volkswagen 81 Volkswagen Rabbit. Rabbit. Yes, Rabbit. That, was, that was the yeah. stuff, silver, man. Silver with the yes. blue interior. Yo, and, yo, the blue interior. <laughs> now you look at it, like I look back, dude. That's like a luxury now. You get colored interior, yeah, it's like kind red of fire, or blue. Right? Dude, back then it was blue, and it was like it was it <laughs> was dope, <laughs> and it was velvet as all. Yeah, so, everything was velvet. So I had that. I was like 15 years old. I remember just having like, I worked in a couple jobs, or whatever, and just remember some one of our neighbors, like the next block over, he had it for sale. I think it was like he was selling for like 600 dollars, and um, I just remember like telling my dad, I'm like, Dad, yo, check out that car. He's like, Oh yeah, it's nice. I'm like, Yo, I want to buy it. He's like, For what? I'm like, Well. I'm probably six months from then. I was turning 16 or something like that. I'm like, I want, I'm going to be 16. This car needs some work. Like, let's buy it and we'll fix it up. He's like, you got the money? I'm like, well, can we talk him down? <laughs> no, so I think we got it down to like 500 bucks or like, or whatever. So I had the $500. 
purchased a car, they pulled this thing up in the driveway. No lie, I probably sat in this thing for like a week. Just sat inside of it. <laughs> it sat in the driveway. Obviously, it wasn't like registered yeah. or anything. And then we, I fixed up the issues. They didn't need it. It was leaking oil or whatever. Me and my dad fixed it. And I sold it. And then when I actually turned 16 to drive, I had an 81 Toyota Corolla 1.8. Oh, Straight up Puerto Rican car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if everyone knows a Toyota Corolla 1.8, 1980, 81, 82, typical Puerto Rican car. And uh, that was it. Was a fun car. It was the same thing, two door, little guy. And that's where I drove to school. I got legally. Yeah. yeah, I had my license and everything was legit on it. And I drove to school in it. But um, yeah, and that was like actually one of my favorite cars. Like again. That would be another car I would I would rebuy and have in my collection. Just, uh, mm. same, yeah. same with me. I think I would buy an '88 Volkswagen. It had to be four door, and I would do the same thing and restore it. I definitely just would do that just collection. to keep it because that that was my first yeah. car that I bought, five hundred bucks. That's crazy. What about you, Gabe? Well, I've, my first car was a what a Ford a '93 Ford Escort. '93 nice. nice. Ford Escort. I mean, it wasn't. It was functional. What color was it? What color was it? It was a red, pink. Red. Oh yeah, hi- hopping. No, no, it was no. like the same color as your Volkswagen. It was like a metallic red or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. It had a deep red and a blue. Those yep. escorts. I mean, it wasn't anything like it was a kind of almost like a hand-me-down car. Like we all drove or whatever at some yeah. point. But I mean, I had I had it for five years, so it did what it needs to do. Dang. Oh my gosh, mine was a 2001 Acura TL. Goose went with me. Um, man, I, yeah, I, but I, hold on. So you were like more. Like a late bloomer with driving, right? Yeah, I no, mean, yeah, say, like yeah, yeah. I mean, if you word it that way, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, getting with get well, not driving, saying getting your license because yes. you were, it was like you're in college. Yes, exactly. So I, I had my whole approach was totally different. Yeah, I didn't care to get a car right off the bat. I Meanwhile, was, we were 13 was, driving yeah, the alleyway. Was, no, 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 no. Yeah. I was eight years old driving. Yeah, believe yeah. me, I, I did that. I just didn't own my own. Um, I was saving my money for school, so I had like a I had a totally different approach. That that was all. That was all it was. But and me too. Like I lived yeah. in the city, so like every, I had something yeah, everywhere. A whole different, yeah. So it's like, and I then I went to school in the city. Yeah. So right. obviously that's how me and Gabe met in, at in Philadelphia. So, but anyway, so I didn't need necessarily a car. So I was like two things. I went to save my money to go to college, and then um, go to a city school where I didn't necessarily need the car. So that I mean that's literally what it was. And I graduated and bought a car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so obviously it's going to be a nicer car because you you have a job um, yeah. and a full time job at that. These guys they got their stuff on like scrap part time <laughs> jobs five hours a week. Like they really scrapped up to make it happen too. It was pretty impressive. Um, but anyways, like I said, two totally different you know approaches or whatever. But funny each each one has a funny story yeah. behind it. Goose went with me. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like, 10 grand i don't even remember um but it was like that it was like something like not even crazy and i remember thinking like man i just made the biggest purchase of my <laughs> life and it was the biggest yeah. purchase of I my mean, life it was dope it yeah. was dope it was awesome oh, it, was, it was beautiful i was like for his first car i'm like holy smokes it, yeah. it blew up so his first car was what my buddies were getting like at that same time too like yeah so yeah. i'm like this dude stepped it up a notch 
And shoot, little Jimmy shoot off in front of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was not my goal. But yeah, so I mean, the black leather. I mean, the thing was beautiful. Um, anyway, but that was the goal. Like that was, you know, you stick to what you have. Anyway, to go to the original point though, is when you go to these car shows or you go to the when we were originally saying, everyone has like their own taste. Everyone has like it's funny even just hearing, even necessarily if that wasn't quote your dream car, you still yeah. just did what you had to do enough and get something that you kind of liked yeah. and afford basically is what it really yeah, was sure. yeah. um but but and then even on top of that everyone's approach and how you got it was totally different yeah yeah um but anyway so so i'm just fascinated about everyone's first car story like how and when and what how, how did you you know end up getting there Dude, i found mine in a newspaper hold on so i forgot wow new so hey, i was in school i was in school i was in the library and i was on um study hall and i was reading the courier and there was back in, in 1998, there was a section where it was auto, like the auto sales. Mm -hmm. And I would just look at it all the time to see what kind of cars were for sale. And sure enough, that's where it was. It was a 1988 Volkswagen Golf. And, and uh, for whatever reason, I don't know why, the 638 number, if I'm not mistaken, that's the prefix for Ben Salem, Air, ben Salem area code or a Ben Salem area for a phone number. So I knew the car was local. So I had my dad call. My dad was like, no, no, you want this car? You call the guy. <laughs> so I literally called this guy up, and he goes, yeah, it was, it's, been on the, it's been on the market for a week or two. I had a couple buyers, but um, the timing belt went on it. So here, the guy wanted $1,000 for the car, and I was going to offer him like 800 mm. So the timing belt had gone, and I was like, okay, so what does that mean? I said, Pop, timing, chain, timing belt is gone. Went on it. What does that mean? He's like, well, that's a lot of work. He's like, it probably needs to be work. He's like, how much is this guy going to sell it to you for? He sold it to me for 500 bucks. It cost me 400 bucks. Now, mind you, I had the $1,000 for it to mm. buy it. So it literally cost me $1,000. It was 500 to buy it. I had to get it towed to a, to a, uh, a mechanic shop <clears throat> in Ben Salem. And it cost me another 480 or 490 for them to do a timing belt and do the whole process in order for me to get this car driving. So it, was, it sat... I bought it and it sat in the garage for at least two to three weeks before I actually got to drive it home. And I didn't even drive it home because I was scared to drive it home because it was stick shift. So I had my dad drive it home and then I learned <laughs> how to drive it. And then I learned how to drive it locally in town. I mean, sure. I had the gist of it, but I wasn't too confident driving on a highway with it. Yep. Like I had to take basically the Bristol Pike 13, like the Bristol lanes. Take 13 all the way down home to so come straight back away. this way. Straight away. It's a straight away. But it <laughs> so was your first car was manual, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was stick So shift. was mine. My, the, his, his rabbit my was rabbit was stick shift. Yeah. yeah. Push, push so. down for the reverse. Push down and forward. So all the efforts so that we class. we gone through, and nowadays, you go through the internet and just find what you want. You actually see the picture. You know, you have an idea of what it looks like. This, I had no idea that it was maroon. <laughs> I had no idea it was faded. It was a black I knew and white was a black picture. picture. Yeah. So, so and, talk, go ahead. And and then they, oh to finish it off the other day I was talking to Bill Harris and he goes heck remember your Volkswagen Golf I'm like yeah he's like you remember all the dog hair you had on that back lid <laughs> yeah because when they sold it to me they had to guess a cat that like to roam in the back oh of the car gosh. and there was cat hair all over the whole back That's of it funny. dude I had to sit there with duct tape and freaking <laughs> pull all that hair out of it it was gross yeah well. That's what you did when you were 16, 17 years old. You wanted a car. Over 20 plus years yeah, ago. And now, like, You had to today, shave your car. Yeah. So today, now you can't even buy, it, like, a used car. It's, like, overpriced. Yeah. yeah. Today's oh market It's, like, the is opposite insane. market. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't... We, like, we were saying we bought cars for under $1,000. And we were, like... Yeah. And we made it work. And back then, the cars, we, we worked on ourselves. Like, sure. you can dig yeah. in there... 
do the oil change. You can see everything. Now yeah. everything's like so plastic and they make you go to a dealership. And you're, so like a used Dude, car. I bought the car for 500 bucks and the car had, it was like 120,000 miles on it. <laughs> 120,000 miles on it, uh, 500 bucks. <laughs> what? I just sold my, my, I just traded my Dodge Durango for $4,800 that had 135,000 miles on it. They gave me $4,800 for it. So, I mean, yeah. The, and that was, and that was in 2011. So that's a 10 year difference. Sure. So there, it, that's the, <laughs> the, 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 the increase of things, the value of things is just insane. Yeah, 100%. Insane. So, to uh, change things up or switch things up, what is everyone's thoughts on motorcycles? Did you ever have one? Would you ever get one? <laughs> I've always wanted one. I knew I was the, I was one of those ding dongs that really didn't have it together because I, I I know I like to go fast and I'll be just an idiot on it. So we growing up, we had mini bikes. We had a mini bike. The one day my dad takes us takes me. After church, takes me to behind the church to go ride this mini bike. And I'm obsessed with it. I like going fast. I like the adrenaline coming out of it. And I'm just hauling, drive, riding, riding, riding. This thing's going fast. And now, mind you, didn't have a handbrake. It had a foot brake. So if you're familiar with, you know, the quads or yeah. other stuff, they have foot brake. So the foot brake wasn't stopping on time because the tire had got wet. Hmm. So I'm slamming on the brake and slamming on the brake. And I slid the bike the mini bike went underneath a parked car and i just slid in the mud and i'm walking and i pull it out and i'm walking it to my dad and he's like what happened to you i was covered in <laughs> the mud was and the handlebar was sideways all crooked he was like what in the world i was like, I, he, I fell off it. he said what do you mean you fell off it? why are you covered in mud i was like well i was going fast and i couldn't slow down so i um Skid. slid right underneath yeah. and the bike went under the car he's like oh, okay so for me from that point on i would not I've, I've ridden them afterwards, but I know for a fact that I would not hop <laughs> and get an actual motorcycle for myself because of the speed. Yeah. And you can't trust I, yourself. I can't trust myself. I'll, I'll be scared that I'm going to lose control. Yeah. So right there, that's yeah, mine. So, so for me, it was um, yeah. We grew up riding mini bikes, like quads and stuff like that. So that whole era in the 2000s, where like it was. Imports. It was all imports, and it was like, so you had like the Honda, Honda Civics, Honda Accords, Honda like Integras, and then that same era was like everyone starting to buy motorcycles. So it was like the Jixers, the 600s, the yeah, 750s, yep. the 1000s. So like people were hooking up their cars and then buying motorcycles. Dude, I remember going down to, um, um, it was, I think it was like Philadelphia Cycle Center, and um, going down there, and I, it was a 2000. Jixer, it was a 600. My first bike. I never. I've, I've ridden like my buddy's bikes, but I never like really ridden in a long like. I've ridden them around the block, kind of up and down the street from the barbershop, but I've never really. So I'm like, I got a proof for one. I got everything. I'm like, I told the guy. I was like, and I went with a couple of my buddies, and they were buying them too. So we went there, and there was like this this salesperson was like in heaven because he was making <laughs> yeah, all kinds three of, bikes. You know, yeah. So. I'm like, you know what, let me hold off. Let me just make sure I want to put more money down in my mind. I'm like, let me put more money down so my payments are a little bit lower or whatever. And your payments then were like 50 bucks a month. <laughs> like, it wasn't nothing. <laughs> it really wasn't, dude. So I'm like, it was just a sign. I'm like, dude, so everyone else got motorcycles. I never made a purchase. I never committed to one. And I just think those bikes weren't made for me. I'm more of like, I lo same thing. We like to test speeds. Mm. Like, my cars, it's like, it's just like, 
I don't know, push things to the limit. But right now, like being 42 years old, I would definitely get like an, uh, like a bagger, like a Harley Davidson, like mm. cruiser, just like a loud, something that's loud, but pretty much not really going nowhere. Just, just cruising. All noise. Yeah. And, and, and even with that, I'm not even in a hurry. If, if I do get one, I get one. If I don't, I don't. But I do have a little scooter. <laughs> I do have a little moped. Yeah, a little 50cc yeah, just scoot around town from the barbershop to the house. Oh, there you go. Hey, but yeah, like as far as I mean, I think I think that's I think it's uh, all of us. I mean, there's something, there's a an adrenaline bug in us all, uh, and I say us, I mean the Velez boys. Um, <clears throat> I've got an accident in a dirt bike, going too fast, not paying attention, being knucklehead. So uh, it was kind of the same thing, but also good thing it happened to me. Nothing crazy. I mean, I shattered my wrist, but nothing crazy, crazy yeah. where. Um, you know, it took my life or anything, but it humbled the living breaks out of me. And I was <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, I don't know about all that. Take yeah. a speed um, for granted. Sure. But same thing. I'm, I, I would love to just get a hog, man. I just yeah. want to, I want a Harley. I just want a big boy Harley just, but the same thing. And actually, I don't even need a big boy. I just want, I just want to cruise. It yeah. could be the smallest, their smallest version. I just want to cruise. I'm a bigger guy, but. I just want to get on one and just take my time, just not hear anything, no radio. I don't need none of that. No. I just, just me in the road, man, yeah. and and then yeah. just yeah. that's all. I just that that piece, and I would wear a helmet. I would, you know, yes, obviously absolutely. be safe um, in it. And you know, there's the danger with everything, man. Yeah, you, you could do everything perfect in the book, and then someone else hits you. You know, sure. it's like <laughs> you need to do it. Well, him saying wearing a helmet in the state of Pennsylvania, it's it's optional. Oh, you don't right. have yeah, you to, don't wear, have to a wear a helmet, helmet. but right, right. you go to Jersey, it's mandatory. So, yeah. so, know. so our our uh, motorcycle junkiness came from our father also because yeah. he had a motorcycle and. He, uh, we, we seen him with a, it, what was it, a Honda? Yeah, it was, it was a, a Honda, f maybe like 400 or something like that, because yeah, in the it. 80s, it wasn't nothing crazy yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a Honda, f like 400 or something like that, but uh, he also fell off the he bike. Wiped out. <laughs> he wiped out. So it's definitely something that we all have, so we uh, kind of um, learned from that and- a Shared experience. Shared the experience. <laughs> but yes. it's crazy, though, because like, even after all that, like, we still had dirt bikes. Uh, yeah. Like I said, to, to go back to, ATV quads, dirt bikes, whatever. We had all this crazy fun stuff, which I'm shocked. Yeah, like like thinking about it now, like my mom, who's but, like, but anyway. So we she we grew had, up we on like, it. So like her yeah. brothers and her dad had this. Mm. So it's a, yeah, like, it really wasn't. But we had like this little alley here in Bristol that we just go up and down, and then my dad would take us to you know like these little you know areas where you can Parts. do all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so it was. It's always. It's always sits there. I yeah. don't think it goes away. It's just dormant. It's, it's there. Sure. Like, it's there. and it's like soon as because heck was it. You're the. You got the quad, right? Not the tricycle. No, I got the quad. I got the. Yeah, you the got 90. the quad because he got. He got. <laughs> it's a little tiny thing, mm. but you know, it, it'll it's, go. It's enough. Um, and I'm on it, and I oh, like I felt. I or it or it came back like it was nothing, yeah. Yeah. dude. I'm like, ah, like already pushing it to the limit, like, and it's <laughs> just like, it's yeah. been 20 years nearly in between there, 15 years, and it was like it came back like, dude, like it never left. It's just in you. Like I don't yeah. know how else to explain yeah. that. Yeah. So it's it's crazy too, cause um, so the one year my my uh, my youngest daughter, my baby girl, Danica, D Bay, she asked us for a quad for her birthday. And I'm like, Jess, we're not getting this kid a quad. And she's like, well, you have one. 
So I was like, all right. So then her and I started looking into them, and we got her quad. It was the Razor, which is a 24-volt quad, so it's electric. Yeah. And, boy, does this thing have power. Like, I can no, get on it. surprisingly has power. I'm 185 yeah. pounds, and I get on it, and this thing rides in my yard going around in it like holds my weight and you can it's go around your section in it yeah and and <laughs> we can go around the section like so my girls they they get on it and they just ride we i'll go for a walk and they're riding the quad in front of me hmm. and then phoenix has his quad he has like this little six volt quad that he rides in the house and stuff like that so it's something that i guess they naturally have when they yeah. see it like danica God's honest truth. Danica goes, Dad, can we ride the tractor today? I'm like, tractor? She goes, no, I mean the quad, the big yellow one. And I was like, yeah, when, when the weather breaks, we can." I guess she saw it because Lainey pulled out softball equipment and she saw the quad back there. She asked it to ride it. I was like, yeah, when the weather starts breaking, we can take it out. So they all have like that, that adrenaline yeah. to... To ride. Yeah, man. I ride a Terry at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want it. They want it. The boys want one. They Well, we got like a little dirt bike. We got the little, um, these, it's what he's talking about, the little tractors. And I, I, they, these are actual that tractors. Tractor, that tractor is no joke. And it goes pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. And every day, Cade will ask, can we get a tractor? Can you get a tractor? You want to go? And he's like, it's crazy because I thought like James is really good on it um, as, as a little bugger. Like, Cade was two, three years old. Mm. Already doing what James was doing. Well, now James, in all fairness, James didn't get it till he was four. Yeah. yeah. So, Cade got it. Just watched his older brother do it this whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then he's just like, "Well, that's easy enough." He's two years old and he's sure. ripping around in this thing. You're just like, "This is crazy." <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. Yeah, all I'm saying it's definitely something because Ava she rips around quads oh, like yeah. nothing. So we yeah, went up the mountains. And Lauren's never ridden a quad. She, I think she's probably been on one one time. So I'm like on one quad, and then I'm like, Lauren, just jump on another one or jump on with me. Ava's like, come on, Lauren. So Ava's <laughs> driving, and Lauren's holding on for dear life in the back. You know? <laughs> so like, Ava, it, she's just like, same thing, that adrenaline is like in her, like in, in our, like in, in it's our jeans. in the genes. bloodstream. Yeah, yeah so she, she, she'll rip around on a quad. She'll drive her grandfather's truck on the farm full foot. Like big old Dodge truck, Dodge mm. Ram. She'll drive it on the farm. Like twelve years old. It's just like it's it's a thing. But here's the thing though. Like I truck like she's doing the she's driving it right. It's not like she's yeah. reckless pushing the, the pedal to the metal and sure, just yeah. right. bouncing all over the place and just it's she's doing it right and she's taught right. So yeah. it's like it, it, you kinda do trust them. So you gotta obviously you're gonna they're gonna learn like little by little they're gonna bump into things here and there. But that's that's how they learn. So when she turns sixteen, which is next year I a hundred percent trust her with my car. Yeah. You know, so it's um, that's another thing. Like us growing up, our parents, like my dad, and then we always say like our mom. But I think my mom was raised with boys, like her two brothers and her father. They were just always wrenching in the backyard mm-hmm. and stuff. She just trusts. She's like, I got boys. Like that's what they do. Yeah. Like they just jump in a car and just drive up and down an alleyway. Like so she <laughs> normal. Was probably, she was probably <laughs> petrified and going bananas in the house. But like she's like, that's how they learn. Sure. You know. So I mean, if everyone knows our mom, like <laughs> yeah, that's like. But um, she's very like a warrior. War. But uh, yeah. So that's it's just it's just in us like cars, uh, off road vehicles, um, anything like yeah. We build our own like goat carts and stuff. Yes, just, just wrench. But I think today it, things are different. It's not the same like that, like like it was when we were growing up. 
no. I mean, you, and yeah, and then it also like the neighborhood we actually, you know, like you grew up in, um, and you got to know, you know, the neighbors where we grew up was mu- everything was much closer, um, and so you have these conversations. Oh, we're gonna do this, and then all of a sudden your neighbor has a Harley, right? Yeah, and yeah. then the neighbor next to you has his kids have go karts. So yeah. every, everyone was doing it at that sure. time. Like I don't know how to really explain it, but like it was a a little baby lifestyle yeah. that we had. We just we ripped around in our our BMXs like Meanwhile, during we- the day while you know we weren't necessarily 100% supervised and then when our parents came home we were allowed to rip around in like the go-karts mm. and the, the mini bikes yeah and the mini bikes yeah. my dad just be standing there in the alley and we're just bam, bam, like ripping up and down yeah no we, we didn't grow up with much and that yeah. was that was like one thing that we definitely always had that was yes. a treat yeah it was definitely absolutely something. and it was shout out to uncle dave he's like the 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 motorhead in our family and um, he's the one who kind of got us started into that. Like, oh, here's your first go-kart. He got us it. Oh, okay. Got, yeah. And then we would just add our own like things to it. Sure. Same thing with the mini bike. He got us a mini bike. It was fall apart rusty, but the motor worked. Mm. So we had it. We painted it. We yeah. got new grips and stuff on. Like yeah. the motor he, he had going, the functionality was like on us. Yeah, so yeah. it was, he's the one who kind of got us, gave us that push start on, on those like off-road fun like stuff as, as kids. Speaking of uh, gas prices, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we still had those go karts yeah, right yeah. now. So, so what, what do you remember? What was the cheapest you paid? So, so obviously mm. the effects of gas prices yeah. are obviously affecting everybody, right? Sure. Um, it's not fun necessarily, yeah. um, and I do actually do remember. Um, having to get premium for my Acura TL, and I was paying for something back when I bought that car. So I remember then thinking, like, dude, owning a car is so expensive. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. I'm glad I have a full-time job because basically I'm working <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for this car. Um, but, but obviously gas prices are through the roof. Um, who knows if there's a, you know, an end inside. You know, we always pray that it drops back to, you know, lower prices. But anyway... What what was the lowest you remember paying? For you, me um, per gallon. Per gallon, it was. If I'm not mistaken, I remember five bucks would give me close to three quarters of a gallon in my Volkswagen Golf. Five dollars. Quarters of a tank. Three quarters of a tank. I'm sorry. Yeah. Three quarters of a tank. I'm sorry. So it was like seventy nine, mm-hmm. either seventy nine or eighty nine cents, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say I the 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 cheapest that I remember was like. 89 like 87 89 cents okay. and yeah. in in um i want to say 20 in 1996 the cheapest 1996. i the yeah, cheapest I, I paid for like 89 cents and 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 walked up to the register for <laughs> it was to to i rung his his uh his corolla up and it was around there yeah it was like 89 to like 96 cents. I remember it being yeah, yeah, in this no, like, yeah. it was under a dollar. Yes. Yeah, it was under And a I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, because you got to think at that point too, the equivalent of forget gas, I'm thinking in this mindset of candy and like yeah. stuff yeah. that I can get in the corner store. Sure. Like, man, you know, I can get with this five bucks. And I remember just giving like five bucks or something, whatever it was, because that was good enough. Same thing for like a quarter tank, probably yeah. more. Half a tank. Yeah. Half a tank. Yeah. You're at least like, getting them half a tank. Yeah, not more. And, and that Corolla, 10, 10 bucks filled, filled it up. It up. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, and I remember like, like giving people rides and just like, dude, I had to put $10 in here. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no one's, 
and no one's like I, I yo cough yeah. up no a couple dollars in. yeah cough up a couple dollars yeah. I'm taking you guys to the mall like yeah. dude this ten dollars all I got for like the rest of the week for sure, this car ten dollars yeah filled up my tank <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile I just put fifty dollars in on Friday and I, it was not even three quarter of a tank fifty dollars. Yeah. So five dollars three quarters, fifty dollars yeah. not even three quarter tank. <laughs> Ten dollars filled up my tank, and right now I just got gas. It was five fifteen a gallon for premium. Yeah, you gotta get premium for yours. Yep. So hat like one <laughs> gallon insane. was half that price. Yeah. Now is uh, that's insane. It's crazy. crazy. It's Twenty twenty five years ago almost. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. What is your recommendation? To anyone looking to purchasing their first car, buy a Lamborghini <laughs> in 2022. Um, go, so, on. go ahead. No, so right now, like we were just talking about, gas prices are up. So now you want to buy a car that's economical on fuel, which now sure. we have a lot of electronic, like cars are electric or that's hybrids. Your, and stuff. Hybrid, which is going to be huge. So, like, depends on your age, whatever, if you're. A teenager, whatever, it's gas. It's it's, it's almost like a car payment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I would I would configure like, get a car that's practical to your situation of your age and what are you gonna just go to yeah. school and back like right. you know, and then same thing just like, make sure it's affordable to you. Like yeah. don't just go and get like this big F two fifty, gas is through the roof. It's a big old truck. Do you need it? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're a kid that's like yeah. had that entrepreneurial mindset, like, oh, I want to start a landscaping company. Yeah, sure. let me get a truck, and then, uh, yeah. and right. then. Yeah, that, that, but there's not that many kids that are like that now, anyway. But um, yeah, just make sure it's practical and just do your homework on it. Like, yeah. and also buy a car you think is gonna last, or you, how long you think you're gonna have this car for. Yeah, basically that's it. Like. Go over the, like I mean, of course, every parent wants their child to have a safe car. So, make sure you go over the safety features. Make sure it's a reliable vehicle, and you know, I mean, you just got a car for you. You helped Bill out. What'd you do? Yeah, we got her. We look for safety features. Like she wanted, she wanted a Grand Cherokee. Me and my wife look at each other like, yeah, right. You ain't get no dang <laughs> Cherokee Grand Cherokee. We don't even have that. So we ended up with a uh, Hyundai Elantra, very reliable. Four cylinder, the gas. We always told her you take care of your own gas and you do that. And we feel comfortable her driving it because it's not such a big car. It's a and it's not too small, so it's like a mid-sized car. So it's like perfect. Um, but yeah, we went over the reviews on it before purchasing it, and and we knew the safety features of it, and of course the warranty and stuff. So major things go wrong, we can send it into the shop, and the warranty's covered with it. But um. Yeah, I mean, my, my main thing is the safety. Yeah, I mean, um, just to piggyback on that whole, you know, um, topic is, no, before you go for, like, perfect example, like, like Bella, our niece, wanted a, an SUV, yeah. right? And so it's like, understand the, the, the utility of the, the, the vehicle. Like mm. the SUV has um, a significance of why you would need that versus, you know, why would you want that? Right. Same thing with a truck. And then same thing with, you know, vans, cars, whatever else, you know, yeah. vehicle you're looking at. Um, and then to, you know, to Goose's point, like it's nice if you can get an electric car but what's the practicality of that in where you live? Sure. Is there a lot of places you can stop and charge? Or is it yeah. like, like if you're in a city, it's more likely you have areas 
um, like that or whatever available yeah. to you. I'm not even 100% sure on that, but just understand the demographics or your uh, the geological landscape of yeah. where you're going to be driving because um, if you have a gas hauler and you're going from college and you live in a desert town where there's, you know, every so many miles there's <laughs> yeah. a gas station, whereas compared to us, every corner there's a gas station. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's not necessarily the issue. The issue is that's nice. Like, for example, I had a Ford F-150 and traveling in two hours a day was not made no sense to the vehicle and on multiple levels not only driving two hours a day driving two hours a day for a desk job it wasn't like i was driving to goose's point two hours a job and i had a landscaping business or a construction business where i needed the truck i didn't need what the the utility of it uh for that it's nice to have um but again to go back needs versus wants i would say do your homework on that gas insurance um just understand where you're getting yourself into and just know that it's not permanent yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, on the other side, people just take forever to make a decision, and they end up never getting it what they want or yeah. settling. Um, and that's that's like one of my biggest things. Is like, don't settle, man. If you yeah. know you want something, stack up a little bit more if you can. Obviously, you got to do what you got to do. But um, yeah, no, that's another thing. So it's it's like most people. There's some people that buy cars like cash straight out they buy them outright but if you're gonna make a if you're gonna have a car payment you're gonna pay a couple hundred dollars a month make sure you're you're doing that payment to something you really want not yeah. just like oh yeah that's that's all that was in front of me so i'm just gonna get in and just make car payment because it's there desperation and, then, and now you're paying something that you, you don't even enjoy yeah. so it's like it's really like like jim said save if, if that car isn't ready i mean Depends on your situation, how bad you need a car or how fast you need. But like, if you can save a couple more dollars or just hold off, like it's, it's, it's you you want to you want to enjoy like having a car. And then at the end of the day, like having there's no no offense to any kind of like a Honda or a Buick or like a Bentley. They're three different kind of cars. The interiors are nice, whatever. At the end of the day, a car is a car. Like yeah. once you're in it, it's you're you're over the luxury fat. Like it's it's just. It's all a fad. Like it's like, yeah, I want, I want the best looking car. I want. Yeah. Once you get it, you have it. It's like just any other. It just car. comes to normal. Yes, thing. it is. It is. Yep. So it's just like it. It so goes back to though, like to to that point though. It goes back to the utility. Mm-hmm. So, for for example, if I want to do X, Y, and Z, go off roading and do whatever, I'm not going to get a Buick, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get something that can handle the utility of what I'm going sure. to use. I'm also not going to go start my own construction building uh, company and buy a Buick um, because I'm going to yeah. need to rough it up and it's going to have to um, j- just understand, like, just know what you're going to do with it and yeah. and for and to Goose's original point where he said get an F two fifty and whatever. Sometimes we you, you buy that's where it becomes where it's like you just bought something you're probably never gonna tap into its potential. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Gas it's like prices are through the roof, yeah. the car payments through the roof, and now you have this big old truck for what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> where are you going with it? Yeah. So basically, I mean good luck. <laughs> <laughs> have fun, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes and the first one by Dale Earnhardt. The winner ain't the one with the fastest car. It's the one who refuses to lose. 
The second one by Steven Furtick. Enjoy the journey because the destination is a mirage. Transportation talk in this episode. The crew covers topics that range from cars slash trucks, motorcycles, gas prices, auto shows, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Steven Furtick and Dale Earnhardt. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>